When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Buff Nation. Ugh. You. <laughs> Welcome into the DMVR postgame show. We are presented by Game Time. Guys, download the Game Time app. Use that promo code BUFFS when you sign up, and you will get $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Uh, the Buffs just lost. What was the score even? 27-26-19. To the Oregon State Beavers. It was a late comeback attempt. The Buffs couldn't get it done. It was a frustrating game. A lot of headlines that led up to this game. Big takeaways. Who wants to start? Man, why'd you look down here? I'll Big go. takeaway. We are about to fall back for daylight savings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we have fallen back in Colorado football. Yeah. We are under 500, guys. Yep. For the first time all year. First time all year we have had a losing record. Four and five. What's your takeaway? That is the takeaway. All right. I mean, you think about it, man. We've been – you put in the bye week. We've been at this thing ten weeks, and it took it took ten weeks for us to have a losing record. Yep. <clears throat> My takeaway is that was frustrating as hell. My takeaway is Shador is a goddamn warrior. Well, I mean, that's facts. And he really is. Well, then my other takeaway is this defense has really turned it up the last couple of weeks. And that's what makes this so frustrating. Because yeah. the two things that you just said combine to create what should be a victory. A winning football team. Yep. One in the turnover margin the again. De- yep. The defense bowed their backs once again. And, and while they had moments, including the last play before the first half mm-hmm. and the end of the game. Mm-hmm. where they weren't up to snuff. 26 points is a winning number in the Pac-12 conference. Yes, it is. You should win every game where you only give up 26 points in and the Pac-12 I, conference. I, I really don't give a damn what conference it is. If you look at just us, our scoring average before we went in this on the snide, we were scoring more in that the game, Yeah, even when we lost. I mean, to this day, even with this 19-point output today – they're still averaging more than 26 points a game this So all we got to do is hit our average. So and you win tonight. Just be average, and you win tonight. And that's what is so frustrating. Yeah. Because we know it's not Shador who's no. the problem. Um, and, you know, my big takeaway is, unfortunately, Sean Lewis also was not the problem. No. Uh, I, and, and, and that doesn't mean that Coach Prime wasn't right for trying something. Because as we talked about all, you know, all over the last couple days, Coach Prime is a man of urgency. He's not going to sit back and wait for something to happen. He's going to go out and try to make something happen. Mm -hmm. And so he did what he had to do because 
what happened in the second half of Stanford and the entire game against UCLA was unacceptable football. Period. And you got to do something. You know, and you, 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 you literally have to do something if you're going to salvage this season. And let me, let me say this about the co-coordinator change and it, quote, unquote, not working tonight because we lost the game and the offense, you know, just fizzled the whole game. Doesn't mean that, it doesn't mean that the switch was wrong. And, again, it, Coach Prime was not wrong in trying something. No. Because um, this isn't the actual definition of ins- insanity, but everyone wants to say the definition of insanity is trying the same thing over mm-hmm. and over again and hoping it will change. That's not real. But it is fair to say that you should not try the same thing over and over again and hope something can change. No, I don't so know Coach, if it's insanity, but it's, it's damn stupid. So Coach Prime said, all right, I'm going to try something. Yeah. Well, it didn't work. It didn't work tonight. Um, well, it did not work tonight because there's not an answer for not being able to protect and not being able to open holes yes. in the running game. And in the end, they had six, 11 designed rushes for <laughs> 25, 31 yards. 11 designed rushes for 31 yards. That is not a winning formula, and it won't work whether it's Sean Lewis calling the plays, whether it's Pat Shermer calling the plays, whether it's Deion Sanders calling the plays, or whether it's Shador Sanders calling the plays. Halftime, one first down. One, one, I'm sorry, five first downs, halftime. One of eight third down conversions. It's not going to work. And in, in junior high football, high school football, college, swag, Pac-12, doesn't matter. And everything that we talked about up until this game – began was about the idea of making Oregon State think twice about what you were going to do on offense. You couldn't. And what's crazy is that Shador still went out there and went 24 of 39 for 245 yards, two touchdowns, and no interceptions. Uh, so on the play calling, I it was pretty much the same in my opinion. It didn't feel that different. Um, it didn't feel too different. It, and it, honestly, I thought good plays were called in the first half. They just didn't execute. There that's, was, what, that's what I was about to say, man. Like, And we have said – well, let me just – I have said this before. Sean Lewis was in a tough spot. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, there's not a play you can call for ineptitude. Like, hey, I know what I'll do. These guys don't block, and I have the perfect play for non-blocking. That's not the way football works. And so, Pat Shermer tonight calling the plays has the same personnel that a Sean Lewis had. Yep. And and you got to develop something with now three games left to where how do I maximize – what these guys do well and stay away from what they don't do well. Because here's what we do know. This group of people, this football team, these athletes, these scholars, these student athletes, they can win. Mm-hmm. We've won. Mm-hmm. We've won four games, you know. And so you know it's out there. But the crazy part for me, and I think I said it the other night, and I know we all chit-chat about it, the four games that we won, you could have easily lost. The four games that we lost, well, now five, you could have easily won. You just don't except know Oregon. what you're going to get. Yeah, except Oregon. We we lost Oregon. You just don't know what you're going to get. How it's going to show up performance. And one thing we haven't done all season long is play complementary football. Yep. The defense never puts the offense in a good position and special teams in the same position in the same game. One thing shows up, the other thing doesn't. And the past two weeks, the defense has teed it up perfectly for the offense. Yep. Look at what the score is at halftime here and halftime in L.A. Even with the fluke score at the end, even with the 14 points, you're still in the game, but you're not scoring. There was, I mean, just so many plays to think back on. There was a screen to Dylan when they were in five wide, 
early in the game, and it was a little hot coming out of Shador's hand, and it went right through Dylan's hands. Mm-hmm. And that dude still, be, he'd be still running if he caught that football. Hankerson slipping. Hank, that was a big play. That would have been massive. There was nobody in front of him. No, no. And then the very next play, somebody <clears throat> else cleats failed him. Yep. That's happened too much at home to be for my taste. Well, the turf kind of looks like shit too, honestly. So how? I don't know. Alyssa was talking about it when we were up there. It was just like dirt all along the, the middle of the hashes. And Alyssa is a turf expert, so we got to <laughs> – like, I, I trust her judgment. I She knows turf. It's wild to me because they have a great, great grounds crew here. Uh, and for whatever reason, the field all season has not taken uh, the right way. A lot of slipping on this field, yeah, yep. especially after Nebraska. After that yeah, that, that, that Hankerson slip, I'm not saying it was a touchdown, but that was a – Damn 30-yard run there. And I actually don't think that one was a turf. I'd have to go back and look at it. it to me, it looked like his feet just got tangled yeah, he, underneath him. Well, he did that like two or three times tonight. Just fell over himself when he had chances to go pick up yardage. The Dillon one is the one that really, I mean, that was a touchdown. No one was going to catch him in the open field if he caught that football. I'm glad you didn't say ball. Good job. You, you have really come a long way. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I just, man, the opportunities were there tonight. The defense really put them in a position <clears throat> to make some plays. Um, and I think in the second segment, we should talk about the end of the first half. Yep. Um, before that, though, <laughs> quick shout out to our friends at Soul Savvy. Don't miss out on the biggest sneaker drops. And download the Soul Savvy Drops app. Um, it'll keep you up to date with all the latest news, releases, raffles, and sales in the sneaker world. It is a must own for sneakerheads. Um, well, tonight they dropped the Air Jordan 1s, Reimagined Royal. If you had Soul Savvy, you had a chance. If not, well, try again next time. <laughs> Sign up for Soul Savvy by clicking the link in the description Was below. that in the read, or did you do that? That was him. That's all me. You, man, I love your ad libs. Thank you. Or by visiting links.soulsavvy.com slash DMVR. Head on over to the App Store and download the drops by Soul Savvy app. Seven sacks, by the way. Wait, no. That's no, no, no. No, they only had... Uh, we looked we looked better sack wise in the first quarter and part of that only second four quarter. Yeah, four I didn't sacks. think I didn't think it was as bad. But Shador ends the game with you know quote unquote dumbest stat in football: seven carries for negative thirty seven yards. So that gives Colorado a total of nineteen carries for negative seven. He took yards a real bad back bad sack. The first one. Yeah. 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 And then also shout out to our friends at Hero Bread. Your friends at Hero Bread, bro. Hero Bread goes crazy. Um, Slaps. Yeah, man, they got tortillas. <clears throat> Those tortillas are unbelievable. I want to hear you say Hero Bread slaps, slaps hard. Hero Bed slaps <laughs> so hard. Um, if you need a low-carb option slaps. to fit your lifestyle have you, or diet. Have you, have you seen that? Uh, and you don't want to give up bread. That trend of the people slapping Check people with a tortilla? Bread. Yes, I have right seen now. that. Yeah, Shiloh and his Hero sister bread. did it. I'll let you do it to me. Is offering. I will do it. The DMBR And fam. I loved the way he's still we'll doing the ads while we do this. 10% we'll off. Say Hero Bread Slaps. Your first order. Slaps. Just go to hero.co. Use our code DMVR to save on Hero Bread today. That's H-E-R-O dot C-O to save 10% today. Shout out, Hero Bread. Shout out. All right. Shout out. Let's go through it all, man. Mm-hmm. First quarter. Uh, Colorado won the toss. We did. And... Um, Oregon State was actually like eight and one on the season on tosses. Yeah, yeah. So it was a it was a toss off. Toss off. <laughs> um, first Oregon State drive. I mean, man, 
this defense played, I think, phenomenally today. They just gave out in the end. First drive was a three and out. Uh, CU gets the ball back on their own 20. First play was a completion of Dylan for 10 yards, then a Dylan rush for one yard, um, then first penalty. For, uh, Why is it two weeks in a row that Dylan catches the ball on the first play of the game and doesn't get many catches after that? I don't know. It's like we only scheme for the first drive. Yep. Because right after the false start, uh, Shador passed to Dylan Edwards for 11 yards. Shador passed to Travis for 11 yards. I mean, they were moving on this first drive. Picked mm-hmm. up three first downs. They crossed midfield, and the drive stalled out. They end up punting. Was there a sack involved? Uh, I don't think so. So, no sacks. Uh, we had one designed rush on that first drive. Mm-hmm. Second play. Nothing changed in the play calling, in my opinion. Thank you, K-Max. Um, so, good punt from Vassette. Uh It's down at the Oregon State six-yard line. He had a Beavers good take over. He did. Mm-hmm. I was going to say that, but I didn't know if anyone wanted to hear that. No, he did have a good game. He did have a really good game. Yeah. Um, Damian Martinez, man, this guy's a stud. Rush for 11 yards. Um, this drive kind of stalls out. Actually, it's a fumble. First fumble. This one was forced by Omari and Cooper, recovered yeah. by my guy Trevor Woods. How about that? My defensive player of the game forcing a fumble and my dark horse recovering it. Love to see it. Um, well, the Buffs get the ball back. It's about time you were right or something. <laughs> yeah, right. On the, the rope clock is right twice. Oregon State 38-yard line, and... Well, nothing happens. It was that weird third and six where Shador scrambled up the field. It's close to the first down marker, but it actually gets the ball pumped out, and it's a turnover. Yeah, that one was weird. I I couldn't see what happened from my perspective. He just uh, – the way the guy, like, wrapped around and hit him, the ball just yeah. popped out. Was and he wasn't game. down at all? No. He, it was a fumble. Yeah, it was a fumble. Uh, it, I mean, it was, like, so clear a fumble. I don't, I don't know how they didn't say that from the jump yeah. street. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty yeah. easy. Um, and then next Oregon State drive, they did – Aiden Childs is just, like, in the game. Yeah, just change quarterbacks. They just change quarterbacks. Um, they get a DPI on that first play, that drive, and then they just kind of run the ball down the field. Uh, ends in an Aiden Childs 23-yard touchdown run. They run quarterback draw out of five wide, and no one's in the middle of the field. Quarterback draw no out one. of five wide was maybe the most frustrating play of the night over and over and over again. Yeah, brutal. Seven and they, in credit to Brian Lindgren, former Colorado offensive mm-hmm. coordinator and now the offensive coordinator at Oregon State, for just he must have seen something on yeah. film that said they don't have the guys. So if we go five wide, they're going to spread it out and yeah. not have anyone in the middle. But you know, you don't have to see that kind of thing on film. You can see that in the game. Of course, like that first time you did it, it's like okay, let's let's do that again. And, they and there's nobody standing not. there. I mean, I know I, I know this isn't on Charles Kelly because I could see him screaming on the sideline every time they went five wide. Someone's got to stay in. Someone's got to stay in and spy him. It's 11 on 11. Yep. But you got to take, like, you got to take your chances there. And you, you're not in man. Can't be in man against that. Uh, and so give yourself a quarterback spy, whether it's Juju or – whoever else, Trevor, mm-hmm. and say, okay, you got to stay in the middle of the field and someone else has to, you know, we got to worry about having, yep. giving them numbers on the outside to not give them numbers on the inside. And after they do it one time, you're going to have to show me that you're not serious about it and beat me another way. Yes. You know, you're, you're going to get, when you get beat on the play, you're going to get beat on the play. Yep. But you're not going to beat me the same way. I'm going to make you prove that when I put a guy in the middle, well, then I throw it over top, you know, to the single coverage. And if you don't, I'm keeping the guy in the middle. Yep. Because I got to take that away from you. 
Because if nothing else, you not only in that situation, you don't run for a 23-yard score. In the other situations, you don't get a first down. Uh, Colorado's next drive um, starts on their own 25. <clears throat> the very last play of the first quarter, Shador takes that uh, pretty bad 11-yard sack Yeah, on first down. That was on him. <clears throat> I missed that one. What do you, What was bad about it? He just ran 11 just, yards backwards. Yeah. Oh, then, oh, oh. I thought you meant it was bad because he got hit bad. No, 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 no that no, was no. on him. That, yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah, he didn't scramble no, I know out either about. way. It was just a backdrop, backdrop, I think backdrop. This backdrop. is the play. Uh, first play of the second quarter. It was second and 21. Um, all I see in the play log is Shador Sanders incomplete to Dylan Edwards. I'm pretty sure that's yep. the yeah. five wide, and they run like a middle screen. They've got Bailey and I think uh, Van uh, that released late, and Dylan's coming on like a slant. And yep. man, it was just right. It was too hot for him, really. Yeah. Uh, but it was man, some heat on that ball. If he caught that thing, man, he was gone. There was no one in the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. Kind of uh, like they were doing us. Yeah, CU ends up punting. Uh, Oregon State starts with the ball on the Colorado 44. They get one first down. And um, now they go backwards on a hold, and they didn't even get a first down. They punt the ball. Colorado gets the ball back on their own 20. Um, not much really going. They move the ball. Well, they're plagued by penalties here. Oh, no, this is a Oregon State penalty. It was the pass to – I hate reading this yeah. off of this. You don't have to. It's easier on the paper. They don't give me the game books anymore. Mm. Who, do I, we, who do we need to talk to with three games left? I, I, waited nine I can't weeks. say his name. Game left. Yeah, you waited nine weeks to complain. No, well, they've, they've had it for some games <laughs> for me. That's Jake, though, dude. He hasn't complained. He just Alyssa has on like a half shoe. I'm digging this design. Yeah, it's like, look, look at it. Like, it's like a whole section missing. Wow. Yeah. Anyways, uh, this drive goes nowhere. CU ends up punting. And then, uh, man, Just, the okay, Colorado defense. Yeah. Colorado defense bails Oregon State out again. Um, first plays a sack on DJU. Then it's the second fumble. Shiloh comes in with a big hit. Big hit. Pops the ball out. It's recovered by Derek McClendon. D-Mac. On the Oregon State 19-yard line. The 19 19- Yard line. And Deuce and I look at each other. My son was on camera duty tonight, and he says, oh, we're about to score now. Do you know how many yards we gained on that drive? Negative. Five yards. I was four. I was five. Okay. I, I knew I, – I remember the number because I was frustrated. I was like, how do we not move the ball on the 19? It ends in a 32-yard Mata field goal. Yeah. Oregon State gets the ball back. They don't really do anything Shout with out to Mata. Mata don't miss. It was your dark horse. Yep. It was. Yeah. You put uh, points on the board. They end up he punting. He put the most points on the board. <laughs> Colorado gets the ball Kinda. back. Shador goes deep for Travis. They get a DPI. They move it all the way down to close to midfield, but, again, don't really do anything with it. Don't even cross midfield, actually. Mm-hmm. Have and you guys noticed that the <coughs> only play that really works for this offense is going deep? It's going deep and hoping for a DPI the last three weeks. That's well, the best play. It's like either Travis catches it or Zay catches it, or they or get a call. Yeah. So, to me, you actually – this is counterintuitive, but you actually don't need to protect to be able to get the ball downfield like that. Uh, obviously, you have to protect to a certain degree. No, that I, ball I gets out pretty quick. Yeah, because you run it more. You throw into the fast guys. Well, yeah, and you're leading and into it's just it. So get how much air you get under it. But mm-hmm. it's just frustrating because, like, the play in the fourth quarter when Shador went deep to Travis when it was actually protected up, like, you just knew something was going to happen because Shador had time. He's able to go through his drop, step up into the throw, and just launch that thing down the field. And there was Travis, just yep. ready to make a play. Yep. So. We're all just dropping shit. Um, you guys just made me lose my place now, man. 
Like we, I was going, and then you guys cut in when I was trying to go. Um, <laughs> I don't know what what more we can do. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Oregon State gets Rita, the ball Rita back Ann. after a, a Colorado punt on their own twelve yard line. Can we talk about the end of the first half? We're almost there. Okay. Um. Man, they were just getting sacks on him. They were getting pressure on DJU. I mean, Oregon State's offense was able to run the ball, but Colorado's defense stepped up a ton. They end up forcing a punt. Then Colorado gets the ball back with 49 seconds left in the first half. Okay. I'm of two minds here. Mm-hmm. You're down 7-3, to three, correct? Yep. On your own four-yard line. I respect the attempt to make something happen here. Because you're down 7-3, to three, you have one of the best quarterbacks in the country, and you're thinking, let's go make something happen. Mm-hmm. At the same time, what ended up happening cannot happen. It's an unacceptable thing to happen. So, if you're going to take the chance to see if you can make something happen, you've got to run some plays that you know work. And if I don't, if I recall correctly, I believe Jimmy Horn had a drop. Yes, he did. Um, Shador threw like a screen to Dylan, I think, or um, he actually like no, double pumped just, yeah. on a release or uh, a swing route. Yep. And it fell incomplete. Then Jimmy has the drop. And then, I mean, hands are tied at that point on third and 10. Dylan Edwards rush up the middle for no gain. Oregon State calls timeout. Uh, CU punts the ball. Anthony Gould has a big return. Well, and, and, I'm, and as you're punting here, you're saying, okay, we can live with 10 7, mm-hmm. or sorry, 10 3. Mm hmm. You can live a 10-3. So, Anthony Gould has a big return to the Colorado um, 20. They have they even have an illegal formation on that punt, mm-hmm. so that moves the ball up five yards. This drive starts on the Colorado 20-yard line. It takes one play. Yep. DJU to Fenwick, and it's a 20-yard touchdown, and all of a sudden it's 14-3 going into halftime. That sequence is what lost the game. Absolutely. Straight up. Right there, you want to be aggressive, which I respect. Because it's a four-point game, and you can go make it a one-point game. All it takes is a couple good plays. But it fails miserably. You take 20 seconds off the clock. You punt the ball. You give up a big return. And it takes one play to score a touchdown mm-hmm. right there. That is the game. It you all know, just happened we, right there in 49 we, seconds. We lose... I don't know the word, so easily at times that it's hard to pinpoint where you lost the game at because there's so many other places where you lost the game at. And with the margin of victory, any score that they got is where we lost the game at. We know you're in that situation and the defensive play so wonderfully the entire first half and then to have that happen. you just That's even more reason when you're getting the ball come out in the third quarter that the offense has to just rally up and make sure you score. But it should have never been in that position. I understand that. I mean, but, like, sh- literally, shit happens. And to me, so much shit happened in the second half that that's where we lost the game at. You know, had the game ended right then, yeah, that's where we lost the game at, math-wise. But we, we had so many opportunities to overcome that play. And, and, you know, here, once again, for me, you have a defense that Charles Kelly's put together, hobbled these guys together, working with them through injuries and such. Play just beautifully, but always have this one damn play or two. <laughs> you know, and UCLA was two plays in the third quarter. 
bam, bam, and they score. And then it just you get this this sense of dejection. Even in the crowd tonight, now here comes the chat, and he's blaming the crowd. No, I'm not. I'm just saying the life from the bench, the crowd sucked out right then. Yep. And it just went like dead silent. Yep. At the half, CU had created two turnovers, and they had sacked DJU three times. And you lose a game. Well, And you're down 14-3. to three. Yeah. I mean, at that point, Shador was only 11 of 19 for 41 yards, only sacked once. He only had 12 rushing yards, and they were 1 for 8 on third down. So here's another time in the season where, this, where the game is lost, in my opinion, because of Colorado's inability to run the ball. Obviously, the yeah, game... Yeah, because if you run the ball, you're not, they don't have your <coughs> time left. Obviously, the game against Stanford, which I wish I could stop fucking talking about, but I will be talking about it. The for a long time, probably. Language. Um, I think about it every day, to be honest. Uh, you lose that game because you can't run the ball and you didn't trust the running therapy, ball bro. and you yeah, didn't. Uh, you weren't able to get out there and run the ball and and you know get rid of the game. You couldn't do it. You shouldn't be thinking about Stanford every day, though. I do think That's, about Stanford every day. I'm sorry. No, don't apologize for needing help. <laughs> I do need help. Please, someone help me. <laughs> if you think about Stanford every day, you need help. All right. So uh, now let me just finish this point. In that moment, with 49 seconds left in the in the clock, mm-hmm. you should be able to run the ball on first down, yeah. and just say, "Hey, look, if we get eight nine yards, we'll go be aggressive. If we don't, well, we'll just take away their timeouts, try to run the ball, and and punt it away." Absolutely. But you can't because you don't trust the run at all. But I would love to see them there run the one run play that has worked all season, which is a little read pitch to Dylan Edwards on the edge with Shador. He takes two steps. If the defensive end crashes down, he pitches it. If the defensive end goes with Dylan, he can take it. That's something I've been waiting for all season. And Didn't it, run it once today. It works when it works. They didn't run it once against UCLA either. It, when they run it, it works. They haven't been able to do it. And I think the main reason is because Shador can't run the ball anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, they've allowed him to get sacked so many times that he is he, – you can't yeah, – No, 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 you can't. You, you, can't. you literally cannot deliberately run a quarterback no, you can't. who has been sacked more than anybody in the nation. And to be honest, it's one of the reasons why Sean Lewis's offense never got going because if you go back and look when Sean Lewis's offense was cooking at Kent State, it had a lot of quarterback runs. This team simply cannot afford to run the ball with a quarterback – because they get him hurt. I'm I'm making this all, I'm making game. this number up. I don't have the stats in front of me. If a typical quarterback, whether sacked or runs, is on the ground twelve times in a game, Shadour is knocked down like seventeen in the game. Yep. And then sacked like eight. And now you want to do five more design runs with him? Like you you just you can't. Nope. You can't. You you simply can't. So I understand that. But you gotta get Dylan out on the edge and just give him a chance to go make a play. Sometimes, I think we get. I think we as coaches get in the way of ourselves, like overthinking it. You know, it's kind of like you said about, you know, trying something. For me, something not working, and something else not working, it's the same result. It didn't work. Yep. So if if I'm not having success this way, it's almost like Coach Ryan making the co-coordinator change. I still just think a deliberate run that does not work is better than constantly doing what people have seen on film for eight weeks. Because you know that's not going to work. Yep. I don't get it. Try something different, man. Same. Uh, if that, if, that's if my, it doesn't work, it's the same result. And that's my disappointment with Pat Shermer tonight is I just don't – it didn't look any different to me. Did it look different to you? 
They did. They were slower tempo wise. They held it up a lot more. Um, yeah, for me, it it did look different. It just it was not executed. Um, they tried to run more screens again. Um, I thought the screen game was there. They just sure just missed a few throws. He was not good in the first half. And you look at it. Here's what's crazy. I maybe should do her so used to playing under pressure, you know, because look at the success we've had when he's been sacked five times in the first half and look at what we did in the first half when he was upright the whole time. That's also he was hurt. He's I know. Hurt. Yeah, he was oh, hurt. Oh, yeah, nobody so. blame him. He's hurt every damn yeah, week because no, of the I line. Know. Like, yeah, when he plays hurt. But, like. But this week is the worst he's been physically. Because he's coming off the game, he was hurt the most physically. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, so, here we go into the third quarter. They start off by handing it to Sivion Wilkerson. He has a nice run of eight yards. Mm-hmm. They actually moved the ball pretty well in the first four or five plays of this drive of the opening. Uh, Story of the game. Opening drive of the second half. But it stalls right around midfield. CU ends up punting. Probably Vissette's worst punt at that point. Only 29 yards. Still down at the uh, Oregon State 15. And they go on a monster drive. Um, this is eight, nine, ten plays. There's one, two, three, four, five, six first downs. Um, it's capped off by a DJU keeper right up the middle and from the one-yard line. Uh, weird sequence here. They go to kick the PAT. PAT is good. CU is called for offsides. So that moves the ball up one yard, half the distance of the goal to the one-yard One and a half yards. And Oregon State decides to go for two. Bad coaching decision. Nap is just over DJU's head, and all of a sudden Kendrick Breedlove finally gets to show his speed, and he's going the other way. A wild, wild play. <clears throat> Bad coaching decision by Oregon State. Well, how so? Because it kept that kept this a two uh, two score game at this so point. So it was twenty to three. Mm-hmm. It was going to be twenty one to three. Yeah, they wanted to take the opportunity to go twenty two to three. In the end, they ended up allowing it to be twenty to five, kept which made two it a score two game. score game. Yep. I got that. I just want you to explain it. Oh, yeah. No, totally. Hey, man, you ain't got to look at me like I don't know shit. No, like, well, like I'm, I'm a smart motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, and I use the mf Colorado. I'm trying to get you to articulate Colorado. and just say some shit that hadn't been expounded on. I, I got like you, you just bro. said, it was back. Oh, no, tell them why. I like, got like, you, like. I got you, bro. Colorado's next drive starts off <laughs> you know, with Everybody don't know football. Sack. Like, they need to hear the explanation. I'm not questioning your intelligence. No, I'm going to say they, it's for them. Like, no, I feel you. Why was it a. Yeah, no, it's a bad move. Bad move. So, all of a sudden, Colorado's back in the game. Honestly, Hope should have been killed with that touchdown. Yes. But after the Breedlove return, Hope was alive and well. Yep. Shador Sanders. And it felt like we were headed to, like, one of these double overtime situations again for a night game. Oh, Because when you looked at the math, he's like, okay, if we do this, if then that, shit is going to be overtime. I was ready to be in here at (laughs) 2.30. 1.30 because you fall back. True. (laughs) Did we fall back already? No. No, we fall back in two. Okay. Shador Sanders is sacked on the first play of yeah. the next drive, um, and then two incompletions. CU has to punt, and it's still a two-possession game. Oregon State gets the ball back on the Oregon State 30-yard line. Pepsi to pay us, man. Um, they have a few chunk plays here. They get the big pass to Manyagi. I don't. Know, I think that was the tight end up down the side. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, they get another 11-yard gain. All of a sudden, they're in the Colorado red zone. Uh, start the fourth quarter here. Um, they get all the way down to the Colorado four-yard line, and then they just settle for a field goal. And right then, you know or believe that we're still in the game. Yep. When they didn't get a touchdown there, 
because it was kind of gift wrapped to them like it was to us early when we were <coughs> 19. When they had to settle for that field goal, you're looking at the math, you're looking at the time left, Six, you're looking at dime, yeah. you're looking at dime time, and you're yep. like, you know what? Like this can happen. Yep. So at this point, um, while Oregon State is driving down the field to kick this field goal, Shador goes into the locker room. Yeah. Uh, gets a pain shot. He said in the post game presser. Comes back out before this next drive, and it's his best drive of the night. They get four first downs on this drive. Yeah, he really um, – he went right by me going in. He really was hobbling. Like, he couldn't – I don't want to – I can't remember which leg, but one of the legs he was – it's almost like he was cramped up, like you can't bend it or straighten it. Yep. So, he was like a pig leg walking. I should have chosen Toradol as my dark horse player of the game. <laughs> um, was even sacked I'm on choosing medical science. Drive. <laughs> they were faced with a first and 20 on the Colorado 28-yard line. Yeah. Uh, they get a big pass to Omari Miller. They get a big pass to Zay. Two big passes to Zay. And then um, and shout out to Omarion, um, Omari Miller on that run. Mm-hmm. Like, he wheeled that. Like, yep. I mean, he was yeah. probably two steps after catching the ball, there was serious contact. That has been his best attribute to this point is when he gets the ball, man, he makes plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he went up that sideline with, with purpose, man. And that was, a, again, another situation where you're like, oh, yeah, momentum. I feel it. Here like, we, we go. can do this. Yep. Um, I don't even remember. I Travis was Hunter's touchdown to cap off. Travis Hunter's touchdown. Um, that's another will play right there. Dude. Mm-hmm. Straight up gave a guy the Heisman to get into the end zone. 99 acceleration on Madden. Yep. Just, yeah. like, catches the ball, standing completely still, and then all of a sudden he's at full speed, stiff-arming a guy into the end zone. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. And we, you know, not to rewind all the way back, but some of his earlier catches, getting out, spinning out of the first tackle and then making the second guy miss to get three or four more yards, it's phenomenal, man, his lateral moving acceleration. Yeah, it's like I you mean, said, he'll be standing completely still, he and ends he's gone. the game with something like, let me give you the exact numbers. Uh, he ends the game with sorry my thing keeps reloading, eight catches for ninety eight yards and a touchdown. <clears throat> Easily the best player on offense tonight. I would love to see him with even more touches. I yep. mean, next week you know, look you got Arizona. Arizona beat the shit out of UCLA today. Yeah, they did. They're coming to Colorado. Stanford you, won today. By you the way, you need this one, and that's what I was gonna say. You get that one. That's a home game. You should have a chance every home game. Then you get to play Washington State, who just lost to Stanford ten to seven. After that, yep. Uh, and the reason I, I bring that up is because too. you talked about this before the game when you chose Travis Hunter as your player of the game. You said, "Look, it's do or die time. You got to get the ball, Travis Hunter." Yeah. He's he touched the ball eight times tonight. Most of them are late in the game. Not enough. Give me fifteen catches yes, next week. Absolutely, he should be targeted at least fifteen times a game. Yep. Like two or three of those should be easy designed screens. The rest should be. I mean, there should be two or three shots. The rest, he should be the the focal point of the play. Yeah. He should be the first read. Yep. I agree. Um. All right. So, at this point. And they're point, bracketing him all night. So, I understand that. But yeah. at a certain point, you just got to go give him a chance. At this point, it's 23-12. to 12, It's still a two-score game with 10-41 left. Uh, Oregon State has a decent drive. They actually get in field goal range at the Colorado 23 the kick is good. It's still a two-score game. It's 14 points. It's 26 to 12. Colorado gets the mm-hmm. ball back. I mean, they had 447 left in the game when they got the ball here. Little uh, bit of a lack of urgency. Same thing that people complained about in the USC game. Yep. Well, Shador took a sack on this drive too, um, but he found Travis. Finally, got good protection. That's when he hit the bomb to Travis for 40 yards. Yep. Travis mm-hmm. is just amazing. Yeah, he is. 
Uh, <coughs> and then Anthony Hankerson finally makes a play tonight. 12-yard <coughs> reception from Shador Sanders. The score all of a sudden is 26-19. It's a one-score game. One-score game. Which it did not feel like a one-score game because everyone was losing their freaking mind on Twitter. Holy cow. <laughs> I'm glad that sometimes I miss Twitter when I'm in the stadium just chilling on, in the stands. Um, I would have got onside kick here. Yeah. And, and, and the reason I would is because you in this stage of the game, Oregon State had been running the ball all over you. Mm-hmm. The difference between kicking it out of the back of the end zone and giving them the ball if you were unsuccessful on the onside kick is about 20 yards. Yeah, and the, it doesn't matter anyways. The, if they get a first down, the game was over, and exactly. that's what happened. Exactly. And so, to me, I'm thinking, you know what? You try an onside kick here because – your chances of winning the game are mostly resting, in my eyes, in that chance of getting the onside kick. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, you still have essentially the same chance, but you're losing 20 yards. 20 yards you can pick up in one play against prevent defense. I mean, look, man, I said CU's, team, uh, CU's defense was playing really well. Oregon State still rammed the ball down their throat. They had 195 rushing yards. They averaged 4.2 yards per carry. And it was worse the way the game went on because, as we've talked about, all you know, especially for the last three weeks, you keep putting the defense out there, you keep putting the defense out there, they're going to wear down as as the game goes on. It you're going to give up one. If, yep. I mean, if, at a minimum, you're going to give up one. Yep. You're um, human. If fatigue is in. That's the game. Colorado had all three timeouts. Uh, Oregon State just kept on picking up first downs, and the game was over. This did not change the outcome of the game. And I don't know if Coach Prime mentioned it in uh, in his presser, but there was a somewhere around forty seconds left in the game. I see, hear him tell the ref, "Like I'm gonna I'm gonna use a timeout." Somehow she didn't hear it or didn't recognize it. And even when the clock continued to run, he's standing there like, "Well, I I know they're gonna put the time back on because I told her." And it just kept going. <coughs> and he's like, "Hey, what about my timeout?" She was like, "Huh? What timeout?" And they huddled up, discussed it. By that time, it's two seconds left. Yeah, and and that doesn't excuse this, but the game was over because even if Coach Prime took a timeout the second that the last play was over, there was like thirty seconds left in the game, so they were going to kneal it out, and it was going to run I out. Really, don't give a damn. No, I, I know, I, I know. I'm pointing this out because I know I'm not on X or Twitter. Like I don't read the shit. I know people saying how why are we not calling timeouts. Totally. And he totally attempted to call timeouts and that were not recognized by the official. And he deserved to get that timeout. <laughs> you had him. Um, especially because <laughs> the reason he's calling that timeout there is because maybe they mess up the exchange on the snap. Look what happened ball, on the two-point conversion. Yeah, exactly. You know, did, when, when their coach went for the two-point conversion, does he know they're going to snap it over his head? Of course not. Yeah, so, like, I have a timeout. I called it. The official doesn't recognize it. Like I'm, I want to point that out as chronological order that happened in the game. Yep. I'm um, just going through the bad box, officiating box score. Oregon State 418 yards of offense. Colorado only 238. Negative seven rushing yards. That's including the sacks. Uh, Colorado. I mean, eight penalties, but actually Oregon State had more penalty yards. Yeah. But but when you say that 418 is as glaring as that is. 
418 is still less than our average what we're giving up. Yeah, and that's just normal in the Pac-12. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a bad it's, game. It's, it's very normal for us, but my point is that we didn't allow a team. We got two turnovers on them. Halftime scores relatively close. We get to the end of the game, right, and we lose a game that statistically, when you look at the box score, what happened and didn't happen, if you hold somebody under what you typically give up, Right. That's where it starts, <laughs> you know. Let me and get twenty six points, a winning number. Like I said, yeah. let me get through the box score and then we can kind of expound. Yes, uh, DJU was only twelve to twenty four, but he had two hundred twenty three yards, one touchdown. Damian Martinez twenty one carries, one hundred and fifteen yards, average five point five yards per carry. CU's leading rusher was Savion Wilkerson, four attempts, seventeen yards. Shador ended up twenty four thirty nine, two hundred forty five yards and two touchdowns. Travis Hunter was a leading receiver in this game, eight receptions, ninety eight yards, one touchdown. Defensively, the Buffs' leading tackler was our guy, Levanta Bentley. Bent. Eight total tackles, one sack, three tackles for a loss, one Almost pass had an interception. They he, were, he was awesome. Oh, my God. There were five pass breakups, and a, I don't know, at least two or three of them, if they actually weren't tipped, probably would have been interceptions. Yeah. yeah. Shiloh almost had a pick six if he gets his hands around that one. Cam had a nice breakup that had someone been pursuing the ball as an interception. Yeah. Bentley almost had one. Uh, Leonard Payne with a sack. Amari McNeil and Trevor Woods split a sack. I uh, will say this about our D-line, as we promised to let you get through the box score, but we're not going to hold up to the deal. We spent a good time on their side of the line of scrimmage compared to how we've been past games. Yeah. Like, we were back there. I mean, Benton had three tackles for loss. Yep. Uh, Vissette had seven punts, averaging 45 yards a punt, had a long of 56. Three of them inside the 20-yard line. You had a good game. Mm-hmm. That's an NFL punter right there. Hell yeah. And I love what Mata said yesterday, which is that he didn't have that l- that level of confidence before he met Coach Prime. Mm-hmm. Mark Fassett did not have that level of confidence yep. before he met Coach Prime. Alyssa with her shoes did Shut not up. have that level of confidence before she met Coach Prime. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up to our she friends at that. Olipop. Are you done? Yes. <laughs> Um, how many Olipops were popped at the tailgate today? Set all of them. So you guys actually managed to get through all the drinks? Bro, the tailgate went nuts <laughs> at like 6 o'clock. Oh um, you know, it was a slow start. We opened up at 4. We didn't really get anyone in there until about 4.45. But by 6 o'clock, it was turned up. And it's right when I left. Every right single left. person. That's that why they turned up. Is when you left. Every single so. person that walked in the gates, I said, we have so many drinks, and I don't want to bring a single one home with me. That is your challenge to your group. <laughs> and everyone took that personally. Let's go. And so we finished every single drink that we brought to the tailgate. That's so shout-out to everyone who came through. Shout-out to 5430. I went around with my QR code, showing it to everyone. A lot of donations to 5430. Um, they put us in a position to throw a hell of a party. Mm-hmm. And we came through. Um, but Olipop is delicious. It works great as a mixer as well. Come out to one of our tailgates. Olipop. Damn. Last one of the year. Olipop. Next weekend, bro. Well, Olipop. I think we'll be in the same spot. We'll see. I can't believe we're at the last home game. Yeah. They're going to win. And then they're going to win the next week, too. Shout out to Olipop. Um, they got tons of different flavors. Vintage Cola, Classic Root Beer, Orange Squeeze, Classic Grape. Tons more. Use the code DMVR20 for 20% off your next Olipop order. On drinkollipop.com, Olipop can also be found in over 22,000 stores across the country, including King Super, Safeway, Walmart, Target, Whole Foods, and Sprouts. 
And then our friends at Game Time. Um, yeah, next weekend's the last home game, but it is still sold out. So if you want to get in the doors, if you want to hang out with Buff Nation at Folsom Field for one last time this year, check out Game Time. What's the code? Code is Buffs, B-U-F-F-S. And what does that get you? That gets you $20 off Why your first you do purchase. It? I don't know. That's a great question, Unc. It doesn't work not only for Buffs games, for, for any game. I mean, concerts, any concert. comedy shows, anything that's sold out. There you go. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code Buffs, B-U-F-F-S, for $20 off. I could use $20 off, off, off your like first purchase. everything in my life. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code Buffs for $20 off. Download Game Time today, last-minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. All right. So much of Alyssa's shoe was missing, I hope she got $20 off. <laughs> There's um, a good percentage of shoe. <laughs> Bishop Thomas was dressed. He had a club on his right hand. I don't know if he really played too much. Juju Mitchell got in the game late. Cormani got in the game late. Um, Omari Miller was in the game early. Savion got in this week. I mean, mm-hmm. I think they emptied the clip. Honestly, I think they did all they could today. I really do. Nothing to add to that because that's exactly what happened. You saw guys getting opportunities for whatever reason or reasons. You know, Bishop was out there nursing. I think it's a wrist injury. He had a he's massive a, club. Yeah, he's got a when he's not with the club in games, it's you know a little brace or something he's wearing. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the old school football when you could use the club. I prefer the club. Like yeah. when I played, I one time had a club, and I was like, "Can I just have this every game?" <laughs> Just feels good to be able to just, yeah. Yeah, just wallop somebody. Swipe it at people. But yeah, I I think, you know, uh, somehow, man, we we just – we haven't been able to put together a game where the all three phases – I don't mean show up perfectly, but just show up. Um, or, you know what, let's take that back. Forget a game. We need a series, a quarter where it happens. Mm-hmm. You know, because, for instance, um, UCLA – the third down penalty we, we would give would be the very play that led for, to them to score. Yep. Uh, and then, like today, the one time Mr. Perfect Mark Vissette doesn't do a great punt, it leads to an opportunity for them. Yep. You know, it's like we situationally we just have this whatever can go wrong goes wrong, and then it compounds, and you look up, now they got two scores out of it. But if we can get special teams off to play off, offense, defense, play complementary football, to think about the other guy, put them in the best position, this team – you know, one thing Coach Prime said post-game in the locker room is he was proud that they did not – and I don't know if he touched on the presser, Jake, please chime in – that he was proud that the team didn't give yes. up, that they fought back toward the end. Yep. Uh, because you could have time-wise and score-wise, record-wise, they said, you know what, forget it. Let's just go – let's just get ready for next week. Never gave up, never quit. I think that programmatically that we are on the right road. We're just no longer moving at the right speed. You know, we got to accelerate. Um, you know, drive the speed limit or, or faster. But the arrow is still pointing up for this program. Absolutely. Uh, four wins, five losses on the season. Uh, Another one to add to the column that Coach Prime keeps talking about, which is every single game they've had a chance. Yep. Man, except Oregon. Like, that, it, it just is that simple. We have now five losses, and four of those losses, including tonight, you were absolutely in position to win the game. I've mentioned this on about a 1,000 podcasts before, but it is always relevant. Bobby Bowden used to say this about the building of a program. First you lose big, then you lose small. Then you win small, then you win big. Colorado is in the win small category right now. They're fighting and scratching and clawing to try to get to that win small area. And they have a couple times this year. Mm -hmm. But they have fallen back into the lose small category. 
But what has not, what has not happened will. throughout Oregon, we do not lose big. No, no. It exactly. doesn't happen. Nobody, nobody just torches us, man. Last year we lost bigger than anyone in the country. I remember uh, every time someone mentions that the offense was averaging 32 points a game coming into this year, I was like, they lost games by 32 points a game last year. Yeah. yeah. This game. Yeah. Last year it was like 49-7. to seven. So they're in the lose small category, which is a good place to be because the next one is the win small, and after that it's the win big. Uh, and you know, I just have a feeling they might get into the win small category over the next two weeks. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push back on something that Coach Prime says. We are probably less than six players away. If they're talent-wise and in the right positions, and as people grow in this program, I mean, you just like, like this. I heard you, own Jake, but hear me out. If you had another, you fill in the blank. Yeah, I don't care if you say Omari and Miller. I'm not even going to use a Travis or Shador. If you had another blank, what a difference it would make. Yeah. Even if it's just one guy on the offensive line, not I mean, a whole new offensive line. I was going to say. If you had just one more corner, just one more line. Like, we ain't far away. Like, yeah. I don't think it's ten players. No, and I think that Coach Prime, when he says that, he means seven, eight players away from competing for a national championship. Absolutely. And I'm saying that when he says seven and eight, we could probably get there. Because keep this in mind, fellas. I know. Please, chat, go crazy. Attack me. I don't care. How many games we lost? Five. Five. You don't think one or two players could make the difference in those? I mean, we didn't have Travis for. Thank you. So wait, you don't think one or two players could make a difference in those? Yes, they could. So if one or two players make the difference, then we're now what eight and one? I mean, if you're I eight and you. one this year, you're in, you're the, in the top ten. You're in the mix. Yep, absolutely. Like you're in the top. Like this program, this team. Yeah, it's bad because we have five losses. But the margin of error between those losses and wins doesn't take a lot of shit to fix to get it's, it fixed. It's close, man. It's right there. Going off your Bobby Bowden, you know, losing small, like it is right. We There are key people, there are key plays that would have made a difference in these losses. Amen. It's not a hard reset that it looks like. No, it's not. It's it's add a little bit of spice to the pot. Mm-hmm. Some love for it versus like for it. Some show up for meetings on time, doing all those little things, working your butt off, getting in your playbook, getting in your film time. Man, you give me a couple more guys to do that, and you're talking about you keep the four wins you got, and four, five of those losses that you have, at least three of those you flip. Now you got seven wins. I still think uh, they need to improve the team depth-wise, though. Oh, absolutely. And that's more than seven to eight players. I know what Coach Prime means, means when he says we need – I mean, we need, we're seven to eight impact players away. So there's competing. there's this thing called attrition, and we got a human resource expert in the room. Allison's over there. There's this thing called attrition. You're going to pick that up naturally. Right. There are people in this room who are going to leave the program, not because it's sweeping changes or roster flipping. It's natural attrition. They're going to be at least half of those people that leave are going to be naturally replaced by somebody that's better than them. Mm-hmm. The team got better. Now, if you go out and strategically find those dogs that you need, the team got exponentially better. 5430foundation.org. <laughs> Let them know. Great timely plug. Um, Jordan Seaton what the fans can do was to help here win. this weekend. Yep. It's the only thing a fan can do to help us win. The In fans sports. We're chanting his name again. Yep. I saw Jordan Seaton afterwards. Coach Prime mentioned he's he huge. Met with every single player on an official visit today. Mm hmm. Um,. I mean... The positive of an 8 o'clock start. True. True. 
Um, but look at the guest list again for this weekend. If you can't see what's coming, what this program is turning into, then you're just a hater. Uh, you are just a hater, and you don't know ball. I got my you car broken into today. Really? Yep. You got what? My car broken into. Really? Yeah. Right at my apartment complex. What the hell? You know what my fir- first thought was? <laughs> I said, uh, Rose Bowl. If I played for the Buffs, Coach Prime with haters would say, shouldn't have had a car. <laughs> if you didn't want your car to get broken in, you shouldn't have had a car. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of victim victim blaming going on out there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that sucked. You know what sucks the most? What's that? Is that the, they took a tripod. <laughs> All they uh, took. Of, uh, but that means a lot to the three of us. It does. It does. It does. It's like that's, like, that's like my mama gave me that chain. Yeah, you know, exactly. That's valuable. Exactly. You don't take our tripods. But they took a tripod. The most expensive thing they took was my window. But they don't get to take that. It's just shattered in my back seat. What are they going to do with a tripod? I, I just think they saw the tripod and they're like, that looks like something that might be valuable. <laughs> they didn't even get to my golf clubs. Well, that is wild. Yep. Yep. Doesn't make sense. All, All right. right. Anything else before we move on to Super Chats here? You know what? It's 10 minutes to 2, which means there's 10 minutes to 1. We're getting out of here. And we're getting out of here at 2. Damn, we could be in bed by 2. Well, then let me tell you yeah, about you fall back. Circa and our Broncos road trip coming up at the end Ooh. of the year. Uh, the Broncos closed the season out in Vegas against the Raiders. I mean, who knows with this Broncos team now? Last week was a... Uh, kind of sad we don't get to see them tomorrow. A pretty momentous win. And you were there. I was there, man. It was honestly. I said and it, on the way there, I'm not a Broncos Jake fan. Jake was delirious. He was, was delirious. But on the way there, someone mentioned that because CU lost, Colorado State lost, the Air Force that was lost, it. That, that was it, right? Yeah. yeah. That, that one the Broncos were going to win. Went one win yep. per week. Uh, that was my favorite day as a Broncos fan since I said Super Bowl Fifty on the draft pod, and I how yet sleepy to think were of, you in the stands? Oh, I was fine in the stands. I went home and I slept for like 13 hours the night after, though. By the way, Air Force got mopped by Army today. Yes, yeah, and Army practiced today. in this building. They sure did. Um, did they steal our win? Anyway, I shout out to Circa. <laughs> Head out with the Broncos crew on this. Are you going on this road trip? Oh yeah. I mean, Circa Vegas. I don't miss Circa, Circa in Vegas. Yeah. We got a whole package. You get 20% off a two night stay at Circa. Two tickets to Winter Swim and concert. Two passes to Stadium Swim. Access to our tailgate, a year of diehard membership, and an option to buy the game ticket. Head on over to the link in our description for more information. Even if you don't even like the Broncos, you should go to this. And then shout out to our great friends over at Breckenridge Brewery. They were at the tailgate also, or they had uh, beers at the tailgate, so appreciate that. Um, They're just the best, man. They've got tons of our favorites, the Mountain Beach Sour, Strawberry Sky, Avalanche Amber, Mile High City Golden. Fun Slinger, Broncos Country Pale Ale, tons and tons of good beers. I need to take a shower. Check out the beer locator at <laughs> www.breckbrew.com, and you can find a Breck Brew near you. All right, Alyssa. Let's go. You ready? This is your time to shine. It's your okay, one job. Here we go. Eight minutes. Eight minutes. <laughs> uh, Mike Gant, Super Chat, tired of East and West offense, SMH. Fair. Okay, got you. I mean, when you can't go north and south – but they should be going more north and south. <clears throat> uh, Kappa U, a couple super chats. Thank you very much. Free Cavassier Smoke and Savion Wilkerson. Uh, okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm, waiting yeah. to, I'm waiting to one to disagree with, you know. Yep. Yeah, that, those are good ones. Free them. Uh, MT Aesthetics. MTN Aesthetics. Uh, real talk, who else can redshirt seasons over? 
I disagree. That doesn't even make sense, first yeah. off. Um, but I'll go back to to the previous one, now that someone mentioned redshirt. I mean, when with McCaskill out, you should see exponentially more Wilkerson and Smoke now. Because, okay. you know, Smoke was special teaming it, and McCaskill's over here RBing it, and now that he's gone, you should see more utilization. Because what Smoke was doing in Kentucky in the SEC was phenomenal. Yep. I mean – there's, I don't even think of – I can't even think of players who have played, like, two or three games. It's just guys like, I don't know, Adam Hopkins, Jacob Page, like these freshmen who haven't played. Those are going to be the guys that get redshirted. By the way, I met Morgan Pearson's family tonight. Yeah? Awesome people. Hell, yeah. We liked him. We liked his film. Every, I know. That's what I told them. Uh, every single player's family that I've met has been oh, just yeah. top, They're top amazing. notch. I love this team. I still love this team. Me too. Well, good, because here's a – a nice super chat from Lance Barnes. <laughs> All positivity here. We are so blessed with Coach Prime DNVR and the pregame show. Also, if you don't want any negativity in your life, block Silver Buff and your life will be way better off. <laughs> uh, we oh, laugh no. because we've we've known Silver Buff for a long time. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. People need to relax. Um, and <laughs> honestly, let's just let's just call it like it is. The three and zero start. Sent everyone into a. I'll go before that, bro. I think expect. I put him eighth place, and I got fucking killed for it. I think sure expectations expectations were set way too high for the caliber of this conference I, I don't before think, the season. I don't think they were set high. I I think it is what you get when you bring a Deion Sanders into your life. I I understand, but people were wanting this team to be a ten win team or thinking they could be a ten win team. I get it, but if if Neely's the head coach, that doesn't happen. If RK is the head coach, that doesn't happen. If Deuce Neely is the coach, that doesn't happen. Hell, if Pat Sherman's the head coach, that doesn't happen. You're right. When Deion Sanders becomes your head coach, the expectation changes. I'm not debating it. I'm just – I'm applauding it. I want this to happen. Yeah, no, no. I'm glad people – You're both right. Yeah, I'm glad people expect it. But I would just say the 3-0 start had people thinking this team was better than they are. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, and that includes me. Um, so, you know, hand and, up. And all I'm saying is there's nothing wrong with that. No, no, and you're right. Uh, but because of that, the reaction to every loss is more um, egregious. And then that's where they're not grounded in reality. Totally. Because no one said, even with the Deion Sanders coming in, that this team was going undefeated in the first year. Yep, and we both predicted them to go 6-6. Six and six. Still very much <laughs> on the still table. right there. Yep. So this whole panic, like you just said, Jake, the old uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers, R-E-L-A-X, relax. Perspective, bro. We're already yeah, 4X. Yep. Please, this is year one. Look at the names who are coming in to visit. Just understand what's about to happen in the transfer portal. This team is going to be better next year. Period. Yeah. Team's going to be better next week. Uh, okay, JZCZC, erratic coaching decisions lost this game. I can see the Disagree. glide path to success next year. The staff doesn't seem to have harmony. Disagree. Thank you for your feedback. Yeah, I don't think it was erratic coaching decisions. I think it was poor execution at the end of the half. I think people are still just freaking out about the Pat Shermer thing and the timing. It came out yesterday. when What didn't happen yesterday? In exactly. reality, yes, this happened a while <laughs> yeah. ago. And Coach Prime talked about it in the press conference today. He's like, I'm not going to – basically said, I'm not going to talk shit about Sean Lewis because people are trying to get him mm-hmm. to kind of tell the differences between him and Pat, and he wasn't having it. He was going into what we were all just saying, and I'm sure Neely knows more than anyone here that it's a group 
process more than anything. It's not just Sean Lewis. It's not just Pat yeah. Shermer. It's not, not just, just Coach, Coach Prime. Prime. Yeah. Yes. I mean, like, the, the deal is pick a side of the ball. Offense, okay, we pick offense. Before Pat Shermer was co-offense coordinator, what was he? Analyst. He's involved. Yep. <laughs> like, he, you acted like when you say erratic that Coach Prime was on the bread aisle at Safe, Safeway and saw Pat Shermer and said, hey, put a headset on this weekend. Like, he was already part of the process. Nice local grocery store drive. Well, I mean, I live right by it, and I walk to it. <laughs> Shout out to Safeway. I love the way they take the soft drinks you said, and, like, you know, spell out buffs. Winn-Dixie or something. There's Winn-Dixie here? No. Okay, because no. I, I haven't walked <laughs> to it, you know. I'm going to tell you, let me, let me tell you, you want to hear some snobbish stuff about walking? Sure. I will walk to BJ's. Burger King is next door. I refuse to walk to Burger King. Yeah, there's something about that. I'm not walking for fast something food. About That's just that, too yeah. far to walk for fast food. Yeah, I if I walk that far, I'm sitting down. And I want to call napkin. <laughs> I feel that. Go, Alyssa. Uh, that was it. Sorry. Let's go. All right. Uh, I quickly want to give a shout out. And sorry uh, if this is like a rival fraternity for you. There's no, there are no rivals to Cap Alpha Psi. Okay. Uh, I want to give a, a shout out to Omega Sci-Fi. God bless them. Also founded in 1911 at Howard University. Like is we, that need, the, we, we need more of them. Is that the fraternity Josh Giants brought back? I think yes. so. Yes. They were tailgating right by us. They were lit. Bro, they turned up. Yeah. They turned up. Uh, they brought all the vibes, all the music, all of the just uh, energy. You should join. Uh, for the area that we were tailgating in. So you're I want to give gonna, a shout out to them. You're just going to dismiss my you should join? I would. I, am I allowed to? I'm, would I you haven't call been. Because you're white? <laughs> no, because I haven't been in college for 10 years. <laughs> well, I don't know if it takes that. Did you, did you go to college? I did go to college. Well, there you go. You can join his grad chapter. There you go. All right. I'm in. Um, I think you'll be a perfect cue. But either way, I uh, I just had to I had to give them a shout-out because they they had so much fun, man, and it made me have more fun. Did you offer them some beer? I actually did. I went over to them and I said, I have so much beer. Please come take some. Did they take it? Some people did. Good. Some did. Um, I don't have really anything else to add. We got the press conferences up on the YouTube page. We really should go one more minute just for the sake of falling back on the air. I'm down. Like it's 159. What's up, chat? Allie says go Buffs. Hi, Allie. You're um, Allie? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> uh, she said you guys are the best. You're the best, Allie. Thank yeah, you, you are the best. And uh, we pray for you because you have to deal with him <laughs> way more than we do. Um <laughs> Luis brought up uh, Shador in the press conference. Oh, yeah. Shador wasn't having it either. Bodying Sean Keeler. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. It's 2 a.m. We're back to officially 1 a.m. We have to do the whole show. Welcome into the DMVR press No, let's do the intro like we mean it. Buff Nation. Let's go. Now we can go off there because it's like. It's look, the clock changed. Oh, man. Oh, that one's tied up. Let's go. Let's go. It went from you know two to one. The um, like official time thing yeah. is in Boulder. Is it? Yeah. That's why I did it that fast? Probably. No, say yes. Yes. <laughs> I love Boulder. <laughs> I All forget right. what they call that thing. The the yeah, something oh, clock. Work. Yeah. All right. That's chat. here? Mm-hmm. Shout out to y'all. Appreciate y'all stopping by and hanging out late. Um, We've gone later. We're we winning the next later. two games. Book it. Man. We are winning the next two games. We're going to start with a home game and finally a home game in the afternoon. The future is damn bright for this team, man. I can't stress it enough. Just have a little perspective. Perspective, patience. We're going to be okay. But also we're winning the next two games. Fuck it. There you go. <laughs> Love to hear it. 
Um, we'll be Shout back out to on my Tuesday. The, from, from Allison with the pregame show. Everyone keeps asking like, about your hoodie too. Did I say that on Nike. the air yet? You no. didn't, but I'm gonna I'm gonna post a link to grab it. Uh, it reminds yeah. me of like those splash hats that they used to drop, and then it has like the mountains, you know, like the kind of flat iron, uh-huh. like the like the decor in this room here. Yep. Yeah, it's quite. All nice. right, it's two hundred one, which is now one hundred one. See ya. Love you, chat. Let's go buffs. Love you, chat. Let's go buffs. Let's go buffs. Alyssa, super dope producer. Yeah.